Welcome guys, I want to quickly invite you to our uh, Owner Operator Forum Facebook group. So if you search Owner Operator Forum, uh, we will show up, you can request to join and you will have access to us and a bunch of people that are like-minded, business-oriented and, and would like to learn about trucking. There will be a lot more content, more videos, behind the scenes, Facebook Lives. So go check it out and I'll see you there. Shockey Podcast. My name is Sebastian. My name is Jose, guys. Good morning, man. How's it going? Morning, brother. How you feeling? Good, good. A little bit uh, chesty. You can hear my voice, but... Yeah, I could definitely hear it. Uh, how about we practice some social di distancing? I know, right? <laughs> this is six feet now. <laughs> <laughs> um, social distancing jokes. I love that. All right, what are, you going to, what are we going to talk about today? So today's, today's topic is going to be about uh, OEM versus aftermarket. Is it worth going with the aftermarket or when? in what scenarios can you go with the aftermarket? Yes, which parts you should stay away and not consider uh, off off aftermarket. Market. Yeah. Correct. Um, you got a list? You got some... Uh, yeah, I wrote down a couple things. Uh, to start off, I would say... Wait, I, I want to do two things. Before we start, what's happening in the shop? Anything major we had? We had this uh, Cascadia. I don't know if you guys can see it in the bag. It's a red one. That's one of our gliders. Uh, driver... Claims that he's hearing a noise after the uh, engine brake goes off, after he's using the engine brake. Yep. So I'm, I'm f what I'm thinking is that the engine brake is getting stuck. We're gonna have to remove the Jake brake assemblies and yep. inspect them, possibly rebuild the the springs on them. Yeah. Okay. Uh, anything else? A couple. Uh, the other Cascadia. We have both of them. In both the of the gliders shop. are here. Yeah. yeah. Which uh, the other one had some minor stuff. We thought kingpins, but no. No. Um, Fog lights. It's just really minor stuff on that one yeah and then outside we have some other i'm trying to think if there's anything worth mentioning but no those are those two i would say in our, our um we're doing kingpins on that is well that uh volvo, ISX volvo yeah, yeah. yeah the only isx that we have in the fleet mm -hmm. yeah that's, that's correct uh and then today is friday we are uh, our facebook group launched on wednesday uh, on operator forum so uh, please, if you guys haven't checked that out yet, uh, check it out. Uh, you have to uh, request to join and uh, we have, we already have some good conversations going on over there. I like it, yeah. Um, so I say check it out, um, let us know if we can um, help of any way, just submit questions or submit it to the group uh, and shall help you out, right? Right. Um, let's talk about OE versus aftermarket. First, do you, uh, you want to explain what OE actually means? We've been using that term, and somebody put it out. You guys, I, what is that? What are you talking about? Original equipment manufacturer. Manufacturer. Yeah. Exactly. So that's uh, basically uh, engine parts, body parts, any any part that's on the vehicle it doesn't have to be a semi truck, car, whatever. Uh, original parts at the truck. Was so built. branded with the the company that makes the vehicle makes the parts exactly yeah because uh, i want to get to that a little later i mean a, a little down the road well we wouldn't say they make the parts you know you know how that goes yeah, yeah so that's that's exactly what i what i want to talk about is let's say uh, volvo makes uh shocks right they have a volvo branding on them do they make the shocks not really yeah so so 
it's pretty much manufacturer approved I would call it yeah right because they they're willing to put their name on it and stand behind the quality and sell it as their own uh, OE part and they want to get their cut yeah 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 which is uh, (laughs) it's part of business right everybody wants to get their own cut but what I would what I would suggest um, where the difference is so what's the difference between OEM and aftermarket Uh, I would say and it's pretty obvious I mean quality Mm -hmm. number one yeah quality number one Uh, longevity of the parts Mm -hmm. how long they're gonna last and so with quality what follows if it's they're usually cheaper right they're cheaper yes Um, would you find aftermarket parts better than OEM if you're constantly replacing them if you're constantly let's say body parts that are getting damaged and absolutely I don't see why not that's a good point yeah because the fit and finish on aftermarket body parts doesn't really matter that much or even let's say mirror covers you know that's something that can easily get uh, damaged yeah bump corner bumpers corner yeah bumper corners uh, what else like the side fairing stuff yeah. like that yeah uh, we we probably have in stock usually a decent num- uh, amount of the co- uh, amount of those corners uh, that's especially rails it's yeah. getting damaged a lot but and the mirrors too right like when you guys go into that uh yeah in that house sometimes yeah, yeah. Uh, but lower body parts in general is something that I've I've uh, touched on before like I look for trucks that don't have the bottom fairings for that specific ap- application. OTR, it's fine. Yeah. But if you actually have a truck that has lower fairing, uh, we should shoot a video around that. The, uh, one of our gliders came in with all the bottom part ripped out, and I, th- I think we should look into that because I think we, we could have caught it. But let's get. We could probably shoot a video around that. But what happened was the whole uh, uh, Columbia um, glider fairing dropped. Right, it dropped on the side. It's a one whole big piece. So if you break that, it's expensive. You know, happened overnight. Or yeah, I, yeah uh, yes. Last night he came okay. in. I pulled it in here. Um, like, well, um, he didn't damage it, but it was very close to to being damaged. Losing it was it, yeah. literally an inch from the ground. Okay. So, um, so that's why I say, and I veered off to a different topic, but like the aftermarket uh, bumper, um, like fairings and bumpers doesn't really matter of course it makes more sense to, to do that right just make you got to make sure the painting sometimes uh, just is gonna cost you extra yeah but what 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 else is there that we we think is a good is a good thing uh, to to buy aftermarket what do you think uh, headlights I would say yes or no because we've had our scenarios with them I can tell you I would not buy those aftermarket uh, Volvo headlights anymore because they, they uh, well, like you said, running the rails, they rattle too much and they mm-hmm. end up falling off the yeah. studs. Everything in, inside is just falling apart. Cheaper made, obviously. Yeah. Cheaper quality in them. Yeah. Um, Which means you're only, when you're running it on, 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 on rails and in rougher conditions, you're only speeding up the life cycle of the, the item. Uh, just, you know, using it on OTR, yeah, it's going to happen, but is it going to last as long as... And OEM part, no. No. We've already proven it no. over and over again, and those lights are not worth it. No. And there are many different... <coughs> well, I we want to be fair. Uh, there are different manufacturers uh, with different 
quality for each item so we can't just put an equal uh, across all the parts because some aftermarket parts are done better than others right there is not one guy one place that makes them well maybe there is in china we <laughs> <laughs> um, up to right now we haven't came across a good aftermarket volvo headlight no, if Up you guys, point, yeah, no. if you guys know a good one that that you tested, we've tested you a couple, and yeah, and you recommend, let us know because I don't, uh, we've yet to find one. We've tried a good what three, four brands on them, and they yeah. they all seem to fail. Yeah, yeah but either the harness is cheap on them, the the wiring gauge, they 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 just candle the headlight amperage draw, and it, they're just melting. Yeah, we had a couple of those, but even though we think we tested three different ones. Well, you know how they do it, right? There's one source that they're getting it, and they're wide labeling it, or they're they're calling it their yeah, their their thing, but it comes from one source. So, you know, um, yeah, we have no luck with those. Um, what else is there that we would say on the Fredliner? What do you think? Because we've been talking Volvo a lot, but what do, what have we been using Fredliner aftermarket that's been uh, working on that really we don't have that much that many damages no. body no parts on the front liners no to be honest no yeah is it, isn't it, is it that's i just i just realized the volvos are getting beat up a lot well maybe just because we have a, a lot more of them but uh, but i would say it's a design on the bumper compared to the columbia's obviously the columbia's it's uh, more of a solid reinforcement on the inside yeah and it, it might be even higher it is higher yeah so yeah there's less chances of it being hit picking yeah. something up on the road yeah Hitting the snow banks, backing up into docks, stuff like that. Yeah, but but the Cascadias have the side fairings. We have few Columbias that have the side step, and then the ones that don't have. No, I was going to tell you the the <coughs> one that just came in damaged. We can just literally swap it to the step on the tank. Yeah, we could. I don't want to do that fairing anymore. We should take it out. He's running rails, and and I don't want to get it damaged. So, uh, we could do a video around putting converting doing a swap. Uh, yeah, fairing to a step. Volvo has that issue too. Some Volvos, when you buy them, um, when they come with fairings, it's not always easy to swap it to just steps. You know, you know what I mean. You have the battery box in there. Yeah. So then you have to redesign the bracket that, to get the bracket that covers the batteries when you have the step on it. Yeah, on the back side of the frame rail. Yeah. 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 So I just got some um, that are like like that they don't have uh, uh, the side fairings they're coming in probably today we're gonna have some so okay we're good. Shoot, shoot some stuff but we'll um, I want to see if we could if we could do uh, conversion on a Volvo I would want to try it and see you get a part list going yeah, together yeah, right yeah 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 so what's okay so we've we've pretty much uh, we're agreeing on the things that are fine with um, buying aftermarket are we missing anything? Um, <clears throat> what about radiators? Radiators, uh, you ever, you hit or miss on those be for the reason being that they won't match sometimes when you're putting them in, in the frame. Uh, some of the hoses you'll have trouble. How many times have we yeah. had to return things? Hey, this doesn't match, this doesn't match. And you end up losing more time, more downtime. Downtime is money, obviously. But why don't they match? Uh, let's say, I don't know, we've... You know the reason why the ones we haven't matched were, were there are two reasons, and I also want to be fair. Sometimes uh, running it by VIN and ordering the part from somebody, they make mistakes, and they, they're they cross-referencing it, and then all of a sudden, 
either there's an error, human error there, or they give you the wrong part, or they give you, because remember a couple of those we got, they were almost the same design, exactly the same design, but off by half an inch. Yeah. Right. And I think that happened more on the gliders, on the yeah. front, on Columbia's. Yes. But I feel like um, I've I feel like I don't want to do radiators aftermarket anymore. I feel um, I don't know to be honest with you. I I'm not really happy with any of those that we were getting. Also, if you get an original one, I would say what eight out of ten you're gonna get it with the frame. Whether if you get an aftermarket, you have to remove it from the frame. You know, the frame isn't depends where the truck's been running. Mm -hmm. Frame isn't in the best condition yeah. either. Yeah, true. Um, so you're saving labor on that. You just remove and drop it in compared to disassembling, etc. Yeah. So let's go into the more expensive items. Uh, engine components. You want to go with the uh, OEM. Yeah. Injectors, turbos, harness, harness definitely. Uh, mm hmm. Even though uh, I, I want to stop here for a second because I feel like tail light harness we can go after market. Yeah, um, uh, the main I wouldn't, but tail light <laughs> uh, engine harness. But what I'm so do you, I don't want to go into that rabbit hole uh, because it's a, it's it's a life cycle of a, of all we have harness in general, right? But we're looking at old trucks, so if. It also depends what are you planning to do with that truck as everything else. If you want that engine harness or that injector harness, you know you're going to get rid of it, then yeah, obviously yeah. buying yeah. something <coughs> aftermarket does not going to really matter. But if you have a glider kit, like I've been um, telling drivers, like don't don't try to like save on parts because you know you're going to keep that truck. And, and um, that's been for sure in our case, like we're looking at you know the components like anything that has to do with engine we're just getting OEM that's a, that's that's critical component all right uh, engine suspension I don't think you want to go aftermarket they saw aftermarket springs I've seen them fail mm -hmm. uh, shocks airbags shocks, I would say shocks and airbags ooh, ooh, I'm, I'm not so sure I don't know we've seen some airbags you put two aftermarket brands they won't fill up at the uh, same evenly, evenly. Hmm. Especially on the cab. Are you sure you put the right ones? <laughs> <laughs> Both of the same ones? One's yeah, red lighter, oh. one's Volvo, one's, yeah, it's a shorter one. No, but that's a good point. Um, well, okay, so you wouldn't, so because we we do have a lot of aftermarket uh, airbags in stock right now, but you haven't been seeing them perform as, as well as, I haven't heard anything uh, to manage. Just on that, them not filling up properly. Okay. Shocks is, I feel like shocks and suspension should be a completely separate show about, because we've had so many different um, situations with aftermarket well-known brands that were just garbage. And I don't know if it was, you know. Bad luck or bad batch. Bad run. Yeah. yeah. Bad. But we've walked <clears throat> away from some brands because they were just pure garbage. Yeah. So that's something we could maybe touch on a little. I don't think shocks have to be OEM, to be honest with you. You just find a good brand that makes shocks because it's not. A good brand. You don't want to go with the cheapest one either because mm -hmm. there's. Yeah. And we're open to sponsorships for, for any <laughs> parts makers. <laughs> I'm kidding. Send honestly. us a pallet of shocks. We'll give, we'll <laughs> give them a try. We'll, t we'll <laughs> test them out. <laughs> uh, Long-term test. Uh, also, 
transmissions, like as far as, uh, let's say, rebuilding internals, they sell aftermarket gears, aftermarket bearings, wheel bearings for the driver to steers. Mm-hmm. They sell aftermarket. Yeah. We have bad experience with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, 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 but to be fair, uh, there are the there are aftermarket manufacturers that actually make good quality good product. Quality. And now I want to kind of loop into. Well, if somebody's making that part for Volvo or for Freightliner, why not just brand it your own, brand it as your own, and sell it in the aftermarket place? Because that's what uh, we figured out is who makes what for what and for who and for what. And then we just buy that. Buy that one exactly. So that's been that's been a good thing. But you want to talk about those knock sensors for a second? Remember yeah, we that? were having issues. Uh, Tell the whole story out because I want to. I, I want the, the picture. The, the entire story is important. How we bought the trucks that were you know half a million, and then we started looking at them and started having issues on a road. And I I think those components were swapped right before I picked them up. So I don't think they were using them. I think they would they needed to be swapped because they showed codes and they swapped them on with those components. Just to sell them and see Just to sell them, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we had a what like good eight of them, right? Mm-hmm. I would say so a good handful of them. Uh throwing codes for outlet, inlet knock sensors. We we're putting them on. Well we were buying them. No, we actually did buy a couple from we did. yeah. Yeah. That same brand that we had the issue with the kingpins. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Some of them were lasting two weeks. Some yeah. of them a month. Kingpins or knock sensors? Well, the Rig Force brand from the kingpins, remember? That bearing video yeah. that we did? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I just want to clarify because... Uh, the same exact brand, yeah. but they manufacture... I wanted to clarify what lasted two weeks, the, mm-hmm. the bearings or the knock sensors, because they w- both weren't... The kingpins we didn't put them together. Remember, we had yeah, to go with the yeah, OEM, yeah, obviously. Yeah. Uh, yeah, those that Rig Force brand unfortunately wasn't doing it. Okay, so we got. So let's talk about those knock sensors. We actually did a trial run. I believe we had two units in the shop at the time. They both needed a in it inlet and outlet. Mm-hmm. We did the OEM on one, and we did the aftermarket on the mm-hmm. other, and we saw the difference. They obviously didn't. The OEM outlasted the other ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yes, all the conditions, everything in the, it's not like something else would have th- threw out that sensor, like uh, mm-hmm. overdosing a def dozer. No, everything was. We checked harnesses, we checked there was everything. no electrical yeah. issues. Um, it was something that we're like, we had constantly drivers complaining about um, not being able to not only uh, regen, but it was just um, derating the truck and it was just creating a lot of issues. And it was. We, I think after that trial run we did, a second one, um, which um, I remember, it actually ran on it a little longer, but it came back, and then Rick was like, "This is the problem. That's why it's the yeah. problem." Or you said it. Somebody said it. Somebody smart. I think and, I said and it. <laughs> <laughs> of course, I was got to take credit for it. Um, if I'm not mistaken, um, brain fart right there. I lost it right no. there. But, no, but there was a couple of trucks that we, we realized that was that was the problem. That was causing the issue with the region and with trucks, um, you know, coming back all the time to, sh- to the shop. So, um, you know, I take credit for everything. Yeah, you know that, so. right? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. What else is there that, you, that, that we would um, not recommend um, buying OEM? 
any any sensors i would say um, sensor oem always oem um and then i, I was gonna that's i i was lost for a second um uh, after after treatment so after treatment yeah they scr do dpf um what's our opinion about the dpf aftermarket recently we, we did one uh mm -hmm. aftermarket and right now it's on a test run let's mm -hmm. see how long it lasts yeah so we can't speak for that one yet and we can't speak for scr yet too we haven't done we haven't any had any uh issues yet yeah knock on, knock on wood. wood yeah <laughs> but it's yeah we do have backups now because we have backups um filters but we sent some to clean out and yeah. yeah we're ready they 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 passed but other than that um wheel seals you know all that stuff it's just kind of wearables that you no you even know. on the wheel seals i would really? yeah oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, i remember that we we did have a top uh, yeah. conversation around that i would still go with the there's some good brands on there out there yeah you don't want to go with the cheapest one either yeah but the, the cheapest wheel <coughs> seal is gonna just keep we've had we've had a lot of those yeah. issues um, also, one one other important thing I would do is an air dryer cartridge mm -hmm. or the dryer. Mm -hmm. I would do the whole yeah. OEM. Yeah. I wouldn't go with the cheap twenty dollar filter. You want to go with the OEM filter. Yeah, yeah. And and if you have an I shift, also same thing with with anything around I shift. Um, I wouldn't swap for uh, unless you want to do like a custom shifter. Custom shifter. <laughs> <laughs> what a, what, a, what like a three foot extension? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for uh, for I shift. Um, but yeah, anything else you want to add? I think uh, I think we covered a good. We, uh, covered, we we made sense between what 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 could be swapped with aftermarket and 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 things that you shouldn't. Um, you should buy OEM. We do have questions. I wanted to get the questions too. Um, I've I haven't br brought any questions from um, our Facebook group because that's we're working on content and. Specific, we're gonna do Facebook Live and YouTube Live, and I want to create a little bit more interaction. Uh, but we have a couple, th few questions from our um, YouTube. Um, number one, uh, question number one: Your opinion of the eleven, two thousand nine, <clears throat> no DEF, just DPF. Same as D thirteen. It's the first gen. Yeah. And it's and I don't have we really don't see a lot of those D11s. No, no. I really. would want to know what application, but um, I would say it's probably like a day cab. Yeah, day it's cab, a smaller uh, truck. It's a, it's probably a doing some cross towns, so it's been idling a lot. High mileage D11. Um, I would say stay away from it. Yeah, find it. Find something older. Yeah. Find, if you're going that far, it depends what kind of work he's doing. Obviously, right? Yeah, yeah. It all depends on that. But 2000, like if you're already at 09, then go to. Um, there you go. You hear that glider running? Series 60. Is it? Yeah. Well, I thought Rick. Uh, that's Rick's uh, ringtone. <laughs> <laughs> um, it is loud in in the. I don't know. Maybe it's not picking up. In oh, the, trust me, it's going to pick it up. Just here. pick it up, yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, question number two. Uh, I really appreciate you guys giving all this information from your personal experience. Um, what are the differences where a truck has three axles but only six tires? So the drive axles have single tires. Is that setup good for seven car hauler trailer? 
So, so he's talking about super singles. Super singles, I'm assuming, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, my experience with super singles, uh, OTR. If you're not going into, if you blow that tire, you're, you're, you're it's gonna screwed, cost you big money, yeah. And it's gonna cost you because they're gonna have to bring out uh, another Rim. super single. But you, uh, rolling resistance is a lot better. That's the only difference. Fuel economy, you're gonna yeah. get better. Uh, the the rolling resistance is definitely a lot better so for fuel economy yes for car horror I, I don't think it's a i don't think it's needed and if truck does not have a pto how expensive is it to uh, convert a truck so that it does or would it be better of buying a truck with the pto already and that question is from uh, donald wilson the first one is from the renaissance this one is from donald wilson uh, i guess that's all up to liking if you find a truck that you really like low mileage uh, without the super singles yeah but whatever the pto yeah and if it, if it doesn't have a pto then i would definitely do it i would put in mm. install pto on there okay so you want to touch on briefly how it would look like uh pricing wise ballpark but the process like what do you need to do gonna need a hydraulic tank hoses uh pto under the transmission and then the ship uh inside the controls uh, I would say what, thirty five hundred roughly. Mm. I could be, I could be off, yeah. Yeah, but but it's it's not that's not that big of a deal to to install it. No. So the, focus on the truck more than. I would definitely than 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 anything. Um, our last question is from, uh, Jamika Johnson. Sorry if I'm not pronouncing it right. We have a company. We just need our first truck. Everyone's turning us down, uh, even with good credit. What can we do? We need a loan of some kind that's not uh, wanting so much money down. Um, good credit, interesting, because if you have a good credit, then there should be no reason for the bank to not give you a loan for a truck, depending on what you're trying to buy. Because what you, what you want to look at is what banks are actually financing uh, versus... I might, you know, because there are obviously cutoff dates for s older models. No, not everybody, not everybody's gonna finance, finance an older truck. An older truck. Um, also, glider, uh, gliders. Not everybody finances gliders. Uh, but that's 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 a that's a good question. I just I couldn't. I would have to have more information because if you have a good credit score, and I'm assuming 700, then i would say that there's no reason they shouldn't other than not liking what they're financing so find maybe banks that spec specify specialize in financing equipment because not you know if you're going to go to a credit union and all they do is condos they're not going to they're not going to finance truck trucks for you so try a couple of banks so um, would you recommend going to your local bank or what would you what yeah would you recommend? yeah go to your local local bank. local banks banks that specialize uh, U.S. Bank, I know, uh, does uh, equipment financing. BMO does a lot of uh, equipment financing too. So they're they're not local banks, but I can tell you, uh, they're more they're open to that market. Okay. So, but the relationship is the most important thing with the bank. Having a banker that that you have a relationship and knows what you're doing, that's key. So it's always better with a smaller bank. Uh, big banks try them out. There's few of them that 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 uh, focus on. Uh, equipment financing uh, that's it I would say um, we are again Facebook own operator forum 
hop in, say hi. Uh, we have a lot more content there, extra content, meaning it's just some background and maybe more interactions because we usually do it when we have time just hop on there and help people people out it's a lot easier than than, than comments comments sometimes okay. you just have to scroll through scroll, the comments yeah. and it's just like a lot harder um but yeah we ready to rock today it's 9 a.m let's get it right thank you guys for watching subscribe share and we'll talk to you soon